For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson. I appreciate you joining me today as we have our first full episode. But before we get started, I want to ask, do you believe in our Titans? Because I know I do. And things are heating up. On this week's show, we're going to dive into what the deal is with the Titans as it relates to free agency who are they going to re-sign? I know everyone is curious to see what happens with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. What does John Robinson and Mike Vrabel do regarding their contract situation? And then uh, the NFL Combine just wrapped up in Indianapolis over the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about that as it relates to the Titans draft needs and what we could possibly see them doing when the NFL draft rolls around. But There's so much to get to between now and then. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate on iTunes. You know, we're available on all your favorite favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Davey underscore Hudson. I'm on Instagram, Davey underscore Hudson. Always feel free to reach out. So let's go ahead and let's get started into the main question all Titans fans are concerned about. Are we going to re-sign Derrick Henry? Are we going to re-sign Ryan Tannehill? Or do they go and possibly bring New England Patriot quarterback Tom Brady in to be the quarterback in Nashville? I like to look at it like this. When you're looking at the current CBA that is being proposed right now, so as it relates to the franchise tag, the transition tag, right now the NFL and the NFLPA have agreed to push back the tag deadlines so NFL Network's Tom Pelissero and NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reported the tags were first able to be applied on February 27th and they could go all the way through March the 12th so why it is big is if the new collective bargaining agreement does not go into place teams will still be able to put a franchise tag on a player and a transition tag on a player that's big for the Titans and just other teams in general because let's say the new proposed CBA is voted on and is approved by the players. It's already been approved by the owners, but if it is approved by the players, that will limit NFL teams to only being able to put a franchise tag on player and, and there will be no transition tag. So if you're the Titans and you're like, all right, well, you know, Derrick Henry, he's asking for a lot of money. I don't know if we're going to be able to afford him at what he's asking. Or maybe it's not even afford him. Maybe they, they're like, well, we got the money for it, but that's just way too much for a running back. They could be like, okay, we'll put a, franchi- a franchise tag on him. And then when it comes to Ryan Tannehill, if they want to bring him back, but they can't come to an agreement on what is a, a good deal, maybe they're like, all right, we got to see more than a one-year sample. They could put the transition tag on him. But like I said, if the new collective bargaining agreement goes through, that is going to limit teams to just one tag. So let's let's focus right now on 
what we're looking at with the Titans. Obviously, this team, when you're looking at the offense, Ryan Tannehill came in last year and gave a tremendous boost. A lot of people look at the playoffs and they saw Derrick Henry really carry the team. And Derrick did carry the team once they got to the playoffs. But to get in the playoffs, Ryan Tannehill is the reason you got there. All right, he carried this team. He came in, gave a spark, and rejuvenated this entire offense. So I am I am fully on board the Titans trying to bring back Tannehill. You'd have, just think, I mean, he was taking second-team reps all offseason. I mean, Tannehill was taking second-team reps all throughout training camp, all throughout the preseason. So if you give him a full offseason working with his guys again, I think he's only going to get better. And, I mean, you got A.J. Brown coming back, who's going to be a second-year receiver. He's kind of seen what happens at this level. He's going to be even better than what we saw this past year. I expect other guys at the receiver position to step up, especially once you are able to develop a little bit of chemistry with your quarterback. Not to mention it was Arthur Smith's first year as the Titans offensive coordinator. Another year with him bringing the unit back, it just – it just seems like the smart thing to do. So I am all on board when it comes to bringing back Ryan Tannehill to be the quarterback of this team moving forward. When it comes to Derrick Henry, there's been reports that Derrick Henry is asking for money that would put him as the highest paid running back in the NFL. I mean, obviously, if we're just strictly looking at production over last year, he led the league in rushing yards. I mean, he was the NFL running ch- rushing champion. Obviously, that playoff run for him was nothing short of remarkable. So, he's going to he's going to be able to get his money. Now, I personally I'm not a big fan of paying running backs a lot of money. I know that this team the way they're set up, they are built to kind of rely on the run where you you sure yourself up in the trenches up front and make sure that offensive line is is sturdy and they've invested in that position over the years to where you have one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. But at the same time, if you look at teams that have won Super Bowls, they usually don't have running backs that are on big contracts. That's just not something teams do. And even though Derrick Henry is a freak of nature, an elite talent, I just don't know if you can... Well, you, the Titans can. I just don't think it's exactly smart to pay him as much as possible. If anything, I'd like to see the Titans use the franchise tag on Derrick Henry. Now, granted, I'm I'm thinking that the NFL does get the new CBA pushed through. That goes into effect to where there's no transition tag. There's just the franchise tag. I think that'll happen, and I, I would use it on Derrick Henry. I don't think you'll see Derrick Henry sit out. You kind of saw that happen with Le'Veon Bell whenever he was with the Steelers. Le'Veon, though, he had the franchise tag his first year, and then they franchise tagged him again, which still would have made him a lot of money. But I, I don't think you, you see Derek sit out because really when you recap that situation with Bell, he lost a lot of money. It, it was not a smart decision from a business standpoint. So sign Ryan to a long-term deal bring Derek back on the franchise tag, unless he's willing to go for less money. I mean, I think I think both of those guys would love to return to Tennessee. Um, everything I'm hearing is they enjoy Nashville, they want to play in this city, and 
things are going well. I mean, you had the hot streak there towards the end. You caught on. And as it, as it relates to the CBA, uh, one of the new things, uh, just to kind of give you all, I don't know if you all have been keeping up with that, but if what is being proposed right now goes through, the schedule for the NFL will move to 17 games. So adding one from what we've seen and the playoff format would change to where we would add a seventh team and instead of two teams getting a bye, only the best team in each conference gets a bye. I personally love this. I mean, as a Titans fan, Titans have gone 9-7 and seven the last four years in the regular season. So two of those years we've made the playoffs as the sixth seed, and then the others we've been the first team out. So it just makes sense for us. Hey, yeah, we'll take it. Because, I mean, if, if you had that, the Titans make the playoffs for four straight years. So I definitely have no problem with that. I would actually love to see that go through. But I'm hoping now the Titans are able to get over that 9-7 and seven hump. And the only way they're going to do that is if is if they lock down, one, a really good quarterback, which I think Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is, and you bring back Derrick Henry. I don't see a situation in which you don't make the playoffs if you bring those guys back and they stay healthy. Now, the other player that everyone's kind of looking at is Jack Conklin, starting right tackle. Unfortunately, I know if John Robinson could go back last year and make one one decision, change one decision, I think he would opt to accept the fifth-year option on Jack Conklin. Uh, last year, they declined it, so that now Jack Conklin is a free agent. For the market value, Spot Rack has him going at around, I want to say it's $15 million. His Yeah, the market sets him making an average of, of $15 million a year. That's a pretty penny. Had the Titans taken the the front, or the the fifth year option on him, that would have set his market around twelve million. So could have got him there, and and I think that position. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, we got Dennis Kelly. We can just plug him in there." I'm not a big believer in that. I love Dennis Kelly as a backup tackle. I think he can pr- provide quality snaps if someone were to go down. Um, I mean, he's he's been a, a a guy you can just kind of plug in on the line, and he's provided valuable valuable snaps, as I just said. But I'm not ready to say, all right, well, Conklin's gone. We'll just plug in Dennis Kelly at right tackle, and we'll be good to go. Uh, if the Titans don't bring Jack Conklin back, I expect them to go out and try to find a starter, whether a day one starter, whether it's through free agency at the right tackle position or early on in the draft. Because we have seen that John Robinson is committed to making sure that that offensive line is as best as it can be. Now, those are the three main free agents that everyone's kind of talking about. And in other episodes, we will we'll continue to look at what the Titans have at players they might try to bring back. But if we're looking at other big-name players that are not on the Titans roster, Tom Brady's the one. He's the one everyone is focused on right now. Tom Brady, the New England Patriots quarterback, uh, he's been a staple in this league for going on two decades. He's been around. That said, since he's been around, he's old. He's going to be 43 by the time this coming season starts. I don't know if you look at the ages of quarterbacks that win playoff games. Guess what? Typically, they're not over the age of 40. Tom Brady, I think, is the only quarterback over the age of 40 to win a playoff game. I know 41 was the last time he won one, and that's the oldest quarterback to ever win a playoff game. 
I just I don't think it's a good decision. Even if if you think he can go another year or two, I feel like you're better off just going and riding with Ryan Tannehill. I know there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me on that, but as I was watching Brady down the stretch, he didn't have the same oomph in his throws. People want to say he didn't have the skilled players in New England that he would have at Tennessee. Still, the body starts to break down at a certain age, and Tom Brady has passed that limit. But again, we don't know what's going to happen with Tom Brady. Uh, Everyone knows that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel both spent time in New England. They know Tom. They're friends with Tom. So it would be a good fit if you're looking at it from just a familiarity standpoint. And would Brady be comfortable coming to play for his former teammate and friend? I think he would. That being said, I think when it's all said and done, Tom ends back up in New England. It's one of those things where it's just it would just be so weird to see him play in another uniform. And at the end of the day, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, they'll all come together and they'll try to make one more run at it. But that's just my prediction on that end. The NFL Combine wrapped up over the weekend. It's so early, I don't want to speculate on certain players that like just wowed me, and I think the Titans should take them. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, unless, like, really no matter what the Titans do, I think they need to take a quarterback at some point in the draft. Because, I mean, right now, back up this year, Marcus Mariota, he's going somewhere else. You don't know what's going to happen with Tannehill. So, but even if you do bring Tannehill back, you don't have a backup quarterback. You need to find somebody. And if they want to go with Tom Brady, well, like I said, he's for, going to be 43 by the time the season starts. You're going to need a quality guy to come in after him, and you better be developing whoever you think is going to be the next quarterback for the Titans. I'm, I'm really interested, and I would, I would love to know what John Robinson's thoughts are on the quarterback position as far as the guys that he got to watch at the Combine. Not everyone participated in the passing drills. Justin Herbert caught my eye, but he's not going to last the 29th. I'm not a big believer in Jake Fromm. I think Jake Fromm might be a first-round draft pick. I just don't see it with him. I don't see a situation where Joe Burrow doesn't go number one overall and two is going to get drafted before he could even slip anywhere near the Titans. Again, I I don't see the Titans using a first-round pick on a quarterback, but who knows? You saw the Kansas City Chiefs do it a couple of years ago where they had Alex Smith. They knew Alex Smith was going to be starting that next year, and they went ahead and they took took Patrick Mahomes in the first round. That worked out really well for them. They won a Super Bowl because of that move. Let Patrick have a year just learning the system, developing, and then whenever it was time to insert him, he obviously crushed it and is the quarterback of the future for the NFL. But, I mean, there are guys that uh, people are are looking at, like uh, Jordan Love out of Utah State. I think he's got a lot of measurables that will translate well to the NFL. I'm not 100% sold on Jacob Eason. I do think it would, I I am really interested just to see what happens with Jalen Hurts, quarterback out of Alabama, then transferred to Oklahoma. Um, His athleticism, definitely something that you look for for the quarterbacks today, is able to move around. But I don't really view it as a very, I mean, it's not a deep quarterback draft in my opinion. So if you're kind of, if you want a guy, you better get him fairly early. Right now the Titans have the 29th pick in the 2020 NFL draft. And John Robinson's the type of guy where even if it's, hey, we got needs at this position, he's not afraid to just take the best player available. I mean, last year you saw in the first round, he took Jeffrey Simmons, who fell to 19th. And the Titans viewed him as a top five player in that draft. So they just were like, you know what? 
We're going to go ahead and take him. It doesn't matter if he can't play at the beginning of the season. He was able to come in later, and he was able to come in and provide valuable play for the Titans on the defensive line. But again, free agency comes first, so we'll see what happens. A name that has surfaced recently for interest, that the Titans have interest in, is former first overall pick, Jadavion Clowney, who played has played most of his career for the Houston Texans, then went and played in Seattle this past season. Um, I mean, if the Titans could get him, that defensive line would look incredible. He's going to probably get around $19 million a year, but for his talent, it's definitely worth it. And I, I, I like if, if there's one guy like I see John Robinson going after very strong this offseason, it's Jadavion Clowney. There's not a lot of pass rushers who are going to be hitting the market, so you're going to see the guys at the top of that list really make some money. But again, going back to the draft, J-Rob just takes whoever he's probably thinks going to be the best player. If they do lose Jack Conklin, I could see him going with the right tackle. could also see him. I, I wouldn't bite too early on a skill player in this draft. This draft is extremely, extremely deep whenever it comes to your wide receivers and your running backs, and you can find somebody fairly fairly deep in, in this draft that I think could really contribute day one and be a valuable asset. But to wrap up, It'll be very interesting to see what the Titans do whenever it comes to the contracts of Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and Jack Conklin. I think we'll be having an answer sooner rather than later. Next week to end the show, we are going to install the first edition of the Titan Up Mailbag. So if you have any questions, you can email them to me at dehudson11 at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Twitter at Davey underscore Hudson. I'll be happy to read those and give you my thoughts on the matter. But as always, if you enjoy Believe in Titans, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. Just type in Believe in Titans, B-L-E-A-V. It'll pop right up. We're available on all your favorite directories. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. And I just mentioned in regards to the Tighten Up Mailbag, you can message me at Davey underscore Hudson. That's D-A-V-E-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, just please contact Believe at Believe.com. But I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you tuning in to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Davey Hudson. We will talk with you next week. And as always, tighten up. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.